I want to encourage you today and pray with you. I'm saying this with all my heart. I really believe we are about to enter into an amazing time in the Lord, an amazing season in the Lord. I've been talking with you the last few days about a new anointing coming because I really believe it. In fact, I had an experience with the Lord a few days ago in one of the meetings that was amazing to me. And the power of God is about to intensify worldwide upon his wonderful people. And you as my family, you've been with me every day for so long, so many of you. I just want to come into agreement with you today that the season you're about to enter into is going to be an unbelievable time of blessings, abundance, prosperity, vision, and so much more. Because, you know, when the Lord moves, He moves in abundance. Everything happens so quickly and abundantly. Now, there's something else I want, I want to talk to you about, and that is what is happening now in Israel. You know, Israel is an amazing um, voice when it comes to prophecy. And when you see what's going on in there, it is totally remarkable to me because I was born in that land. And I remember when we left in 1968, July of 1968. And here we are in July of 2022. So when we left, there was only one high rise in the whole city of Tel Aviv. Today you go, you can't even recognize the city or the whole country because it's become the startup nation for so many companies, it's the nation of Israel is affecting the world in agriculture and medicine and on and on. And that is also happening at the same time as peace is now coming between a lot of the Arab nations and Israel. And I believe Saudi Arabia will make peace with Israel. Our President Biden is there and has been in the last few days. He's on his way to Saudi Arabia. Most likely he'll be on, on his way, maybe by the time you are seeing this. But what I am telling you <clears throat> is so important because the minute the Saudis come in, and I think his visit to Saudi Arabia is going to probably help that. Whether you agree with his policies or not, that's not what I'm talking about. I believe God Almighty is going to bring about peace between the Saudis and, and Israel. Uh, and he will use whoever is there. But I will say this, the minute that happens, the entire Middle East will change. It could absolutely change that part of the world for years and years and years to come and bring a move of God to the Arab world we have never seen. I was talking to a man Joseph is his name from California, who runs the largest Arabic network, Christian Arabic network in that part of the world. And he was telling me, uh, I think it was last night on the phone, that it's an amazing move of God now happening there. I'll be with him in the next few days when, when I go to California to minister to the precious Arab people of the, of the whole Middle East. Now, this move that we are seeing now 
in that part of the world is about to intensify. And I think what we're going to see also besides that is Israel becoming a great blessing to Europe, to the whole world when it comes to uh, the, the new technologies that are coming up now inside Israel. Now, what does this say to us? As the body of Christ, it says, get ready for an amazing awakening of the spirit. Because God always begins with the natural, then he goes to the spiritual. And we are seeing not only a change inside Israel when it comes to their economy and so on, but especially spiritually. There, there is an amazing spiritual awakening inside Israel with the Jewish people and the Palestinians. So we need to pray right now because this is the time to really believe God for things we've never believed for. And, and when it comes to financial blessings, we need to pay attention to what the Bible has to say about that. You know, Abraham understood when he gave that tithe to Melchizedek, he understood why he needed to do it. Because it, it, it brought the blessings of God on his life in a greater way. And look what happened after that. So in chapter 14 and 15, we see amazing changes in his life. But look what happened in chapter 18. In 21, 22, God began to bless him beyond words. And I believe it was because of his obedience in giving. Because he was a giver. Remember Jacob on the way to his uncle's house? He said, Lord, if you'll take care of me, bring me back home safe, I will be a giver. I'm going to give you 10%. And we see that throughout the Bible. Giving released on the saints of the Old and New Testament tremendous blessings financially when it came to the things they needed in life, in the physical realm. And I believe now it is time to honor the Lord like we've never seen that in our life. You know, giving has to do with honor. Giving has nothing to do with money. It has to do with honor. In Proverbs 3, verse 9, it says, Honor the Lord with your substance. We honor Him with our worship, with our service, with our love, and so much more. But one way to honor him too is with our substance, with the first fruits of our, our increase. You know, I told you the story and I'll tell you again. When I went to Jordan years ago and met with King Hussein, the first question Akil Beltanji asked me, who was at that time the Minister of Tourism, he said, what are you bringing as a gift to the king? And I said, well, what does he like? Oh, he likes Mont Blanc pens. Okay, let's go buy one. I was in Jordan, went to a store, and I saw a nice pen for $2,500, and I wanted to buy it for the king. And he said, listen, if you give that pen to my king, you'll insult him. I said, why? He said, because that pen is too cheap to give to a king. <laughs> I said, well, what, what do I do here? He said, so he looked at the, at the, at the man uh, on the other side of the counter, he said, what is the most expensive pen you have here in the whole store? He said, it's only one and it's in the safe. He brings it, it's gold, Mont Blanc. I've never seen a gold Mont Blanc in my life till that day. And when I said, how much? 
he said 25,000. It went from 2,500 to 25,000. And Eichel Beltaji says, buy this one for the king. And I wasn't happy at all. I wasn't happy with him whatsoever. But I was forced to do it. He just put pressure on me and I reluctantly did it and wasn't happy, like I said. I walk into the palace and when the king saw that gift, a big smile came on his face and we became friends. And that opened the door for me to preach the gospel for the first time in Amman, Jordan, with the protection of the king and his army. So I had great favor in those days with them. But it was the gift of honor because the Arab culture understands honor, honor. We honored our, our moms and our dads and our grandparents and because it was just a part of our life and to this day, I honor people in my family. So it says, honor the Lord, honor the Lord with your substance. Think about what that does to his heart when we honor him. And so God says, none will come before me empty. Why? It's honor. It's all about honor. When we honor him, we love him. When we honor him, we fear him. When we honor him, he'll bless us. And so it's time, I think, to understand the importance of blessings, untold blessings at a time of blessings. Because when you see what's going on with Israel, this is the time for blessings. Because God is showing us through the natural that he wants to bless us, we who are in the spirit. So what do we do? We have to step out in faith. We have to act. We have to believe. We have to do things we've never done before when it comes to physical blessings, financial blessings, natural blessings. We have to step out. And I really want to encourage you. I believe the greatest days for you are ahead. I don't, I don't want you to ever give up. Never give up. Never give in. All of us have moments of trouble and trials. We get discouraged we want to give up, it's not working, on and on and on. I'm going to tell you a secret I've learned. Never give up. No matter how bad it looks, never give up. Because God Almighty will come through for you right on time. I have been in the ministry almost now 48 something years. I've been a Christian over 50 years. And I'm telling you, I've had some real rough moments in my life in every area. And I learned, and the one who really kept saying that in, in her meetings was Miss Kuhlman, Catherine Kuhlman, but then I learned it from other people. You know, Otto Roberts was not a man to ever give up, and he had bigger trials than I think I have ever had. But he never gave up, and he told me that. And look what God did with him. The people who have touched the world understood one thing. Never give up. The battle will be won if you hold on to God's promises and you obey him. No matter what, no matter what. I'm talking to someone now who needs to hear this because you're, you're about to give up. Uh-uh. Don't give up. I believe God is about to come through for you in a way you've never seen before in your life. I'm talking to that one person that wants to give up. I believe God is about to come through for you in a way you've never seen. You say, how do you know? It's happened to me. 
It's happened to me more than one time when I thought this is it. This is this is it. It wasn't it. God turned the thing around for me more than once in ways that will spin your head if I actually tell you some of my amazing miracles that I've seen in my own life and ministry. Here I'm almost 70 years old and I look back in amazement, in amazement at what the Lord has done. But one thing I've learned, never give up. We, we are not of those who give up. We stay with it. We look at the promises of God. We praise Him in advance for it. Even if it hurts to praise Him, we praise Him because He'll come through for us. Think about Jehoshaphat. I mean, he had a real bad uh, battle ahead of him. And God said, no, just praise me for it. And the Lord fought for Jehoshaphat. Or Moses, the children of Israel, on and on. All right, I want to pray with you right now. That God would give you what you're looking for, what you're believing for. Father, come on, let's just believe. Father, in Jesus' name, you said, when two agree, you will hear that prayer. When two agree, you will answer that prayer. And you'll answer that cry in our hearts. And we come, Lord, in agreement, in agreement, according to your word, that this miracle, that precious saint, your child, your servant is looking for, will happen quickly, on time, quickly. Lord, give them the strength to hold on. Give them the joy they need in this hour. Give them the faith they need and the miracle they need. In Jesus' holy and glorious name. Amen. What do we do? Honor the Lord. We honor Him. And when we honor Him, He said, I'm going to read it to you. I, I know you know it, but it's good to hear it again. Honor the Lord with your substance, with the first fruits of all your increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Wow. Isn't that amazing? So God not only blesses us in the natural, He blesses us spiritually when we honor Him like that. Because it says your presses will burst out with new wine. That talks about God's blessings in many areas in your life. No, no. We cannot buy God's blessings. We know that. Only a fool believes that. It's our act of faith that moves us his heart, when we act in faith, it moves God's heart. Not, not only his hand, it moves his heart. Hallelujah. All right. You know what to do. Let's honor the Lord now. And you can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benahin.org. You can text BHM45777. And I'm here to tell you, it's about to turn around. I know it, that I know it, that I know it, that I'm, because I've seen it in my life. It's about to turn around for you. Just don't give up. God love you. Hold on. All is well. Remember the Shunammite woman whose son was dead? She said, all is well. All is well because she believed that God would do it, and he did. Boy, her condition was real bad. Her son was dead. And God raised that boy from the dead because of faith. She never gave up. And you will not give up 
I know that. God love you. I'll see you again.